success needed. How does one deal with things? How does one get their driver's license? How does one get good grades? How does one know for sure How does one handle the transition into starting their own independent life in college? Hello there, and thank you for listening to the How Does One podcast. I'm Sarah, and I really appreciate you checking out this episode, whether it be you're a follower and you're listening uh, religiously, or if you're just somebody who happened to stop by and check out this episode. Uh, But either way, I really appreciate you listening. feels like it's been forever since I've done this kind of podcast, and I know it's probably only been like two or three weeks, but I feel like these last few episodes have been a little more... Um, about things going on in my life versus actual advice so I think it's just time to get back to doing more life lessons and better advice episodes Uh, if you're listening from Depop that's super duper cool I really appreciate that Um, and in case you didn't know on my last episode I kind of talked about it but I am a Depop seller and I'm really enjoying it it's giving me something to do during the day and I really enjoy interacting with customers and just kind of helping them get the best deal and also making them feel taken care of and um, attended to. So yeah, it's just something going on in my life. Uh, I start school on Monday and if you're listening to this, then it's probably Friday. I recorded this on Wednesday. Not that any of this matters, but I recorded this on Wednesday and all my episodes upload on Fridays. And so hopefully you're listening to it when it came out because that's some commitment there and I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, I'm starting school on Monday, and uh, as all of us have experienced, we have not been in school for the past, like, five or six months. That has definitely been really, really crazy. It's, I just, I know that even though we were doing online school, in my school, we did it until May, but even when we were doing online school, it didn't really feel like we were learning anything. It was mostly me chilling in my room, like petting my dog or messing around with things in my room because I was bored. You know, it's just so much easier to be distracted and you kind of lose that connection with the kids in your class. And even though you may not like everybody in your class, you still connect with them in some way, whether it be verbally or emotionally or whatever, you know, you're still connecting with people and you're still maintaining relationships, even if they're not, you know, your best friend or anything. They're still an acquaintance. And so you kind of lose that connection once you get online. And so the way my school did it is we got to choose whether to go on campus or online for this next year. And I've chose to do on campus with a mask. And so it's just kind of, I don't know, it's weird to go back and I'm definitely nervous and it's so stupid. Like, I'm going into my senior year and I'm nervous to go to school. But I know that there's no way I'm the only person who's feeling nervous, especially being that it's been so long since we've seen other people. And of course, you know, I'm getting out. I hang out with Abby and I hang out with other people. But it's just, it's not the same as being in school for eight hours and having to plan my schedule and, you know, everything changing. And there's certain people who were in my life before quarantine and who aren't really friends anymore. And so it's just like, it's weird to have to go back to school and decide whether things stay the same as they were when we left off or if I'm going to be different. So I figured this was something I should talk about in the podcast. And so I'm just going to talk about how to not be as anxious and like what kind of things I'm doing to prepare and maybe some things you can do. And obviously every school's different and obviously not everybody's going back on site, but eventually a lot more people are going to start going back to the campus and going back to being around other students and that's going to be even more nerve-wracking the longer you're at home 
Um, not that I'm telling you whether to do online or on site, so don't take that the wrong way. But yeah, I just feel like it should be talked about. So I know for myself, the things I'm most anxious about are seeing people again. I feel like after five months, like, I definitely look very different. I, you know, have taken care of myself during this quarantine. Like, obviously I wear PJs every day unless I'm going out, but I have started seeing a dermatologist. I have really, really bad acne. It runs in my mom's side of the family, and I just have really bad skin. And so I started seeing a dermatologist about a month ago, and so that's slowly clearing up and I had dyed my hair right before quarantine and so I have like caramel in my hair my hair is naturally dark brown and so it's like little little things that are just different I do my makeup slightly different you know I dress a little different and things are just they've changed I even act different you know so it's just it's it's kind of scary because now you're going to go back to people you used to be friends with and you used to really click with and I'm like Am I still going to click with these people? How are they going to change? Because there's no way I'm the only person who decided to change during quarantine. I know that, you know, everybody and their mom dyed their hair and everybody has started doing different things. You know, a lot of people picked up doing their own nails and a lot of people started dyeing their hair at home and acting different because they're hanging out with different people. So it's just, I don't know, I'm not sure if I'm ready to have my heart broken seeing people act different or trying to create new relationships with people. I don't know, it's just, it's weird. It makes me nervous. Another thing I'm kind of nervous for is like certain classes. I'm doing an online math class and like we learn the the stuff <laughs> in person and it's an hour and a half class and then we do the homework online and the kids who had taken it before me really complained about it they said that the system's really picky about how you type in your answers and I'm very prone to typos we tried Khan Academy last year and it, it did not vibe with me it would it just oh it just made me so frustrated I'd like miss up one little thing and then I wouldn't realize what the typo was so I just keep hitting submit and I just get more and more points taken so things like that just really frustrate me so I'm definitely nervous for that class and of course I have classes I'm excited about I'm taking marine biology and mythology and mythology is taught by like one of my favorite teachers at the school and he's just this really really chill history teacher we've mentioned him here and there um I'm not gonna say his name or anything but he's just super duper chill and like even when we were doing online classes for corona and like because of quarantine he was so nice and like very workable and let us kind of pick some of the topics uh, that we learned about and so I was really excited about that and we got to talk about a lot of interesting things we don't usually talk about in a history class so I really appreciated that from him and he's teaching mythology and I just thought that would be a super fun elective so I'm taking that and I'm also taking marine biology and I've recently started watching this show called the aquarium and essentially if you don't know what it is or you couldn't guess by the title it's uh, about an aquarium in Georgia and you just get to kind of see like how they work with the animals and how the zookeepers do their job and I just think that's super duper interesting and it's honestly a career path I'm potentially interested in so I think that taking marine biology would be super fun to kind of learn about that and figure out if I'd be willing to do like four six years of education on it so I'm like nervous about some classes and excited about others it's just a weird mix obviously if you have two brain cells you're gonna be nervous about catching the virus or uh, being a carrier and even though I'm not like sitting at home scared I still want to be wise and I still want to be careful. I don't want to do anything that could put myself at risk, whether it be being in a crowded assembly and taking off my mask or a football game 
or it'd be, you know, using the microwave, you know, those little things that we don't think about, you know, the bathroom is a very heavily populated place at my school, we only have four stalls in the whole school, and to be fair, it's a small school, but we also do need more, um, but that's a very heavy traffic area, I'm not sure how they're going to work that, you know, and with kids constantly going back and forth and touching things, it's, it makes me nervous, because I know not everybody is being wise and being careful with this, um, so things like that, you know, I would definitely not want to bring it home. I have two family members who could be at risk. They both have asthma and um, really bad lung issues every now and then. And so I would absolutely be devastated if I was the reason that they caught it. So that's definitely an added concern. And then, of course, I'm sure everybody can relate to this, being nervous about certain people or teachers or people you used to be friends with and aren't anymore, you know. Um, I've definitely had some issues with people, uh, within the last month where I've just kind of decided that they're, they're not the kind of people I need in my life and they're not benefiting me. They're taking away from things I'm trying to do or they're not encouraging me in areas I'm proud of. They're just kind of, I don't know, they're not being the best kind of person they could be. And so I've addressed that issue with some people and not everybody takes it well. And so that's kind of something I'm nervous about is going back to school and them being petty about it or trying to start drama. And of course, I'm sure they could be nervous about the same thing with me. And so that will always create, whether either of us are willing to admit to it or not, it will create an awkward tension. And so I'm not interested in that. And it definitely makes me a little nervous because I just want to start school on a good foot. I I don't mind getting in a fight with somebody. If I disagree with you, I'm going to tell you. And I don't mind coming at your face. But if you get to petty and you get to be gossiping about me or sharing things that I may have shared with you and are personal and you're just going to share them with other people to get back at me, you know, that frustrates me and that bothers me because that's not something anybody should do regardless of if you're my friend or not. So that definitely makes me nervous and I'm sure a lot of people out there can relate to that because I know that not everybody stayed friends through this quarantine. It really highlights a lot of negative aspects of everybody's personality, you know, including ourselves, so... So now that we've kind of done some vulnerability and gotten to discuss the things that make us anxious, I'm going to talk about the things that I'm doing to make me feel less anxious. And, you know, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a teenage therapist or anything. So obviously these aren't going to be like psychology today recommended or anything, but they're just realistic, logical, practical pieces of advice that I can offer. You know, these are things that my mom has shared with me, that other people have shared with me, or that I've just kind of picked up on myself. So these are definitely pieces of advice that I would use or I would recommend to any of my friends who are feeling anxious. So I'm not going to steer you the wrong way, or at least I'm, I'm going to try and give you good advice. <laughs> so I think the first thing to recognize is that everybody else is just as anxious as you are. You know, and that's kind of why I shared the things that are I personally am anxious about. And even though I know kids at school can definitely listen to this and be like, oh gosh, that's so silly, ha ha ha. Or, you know, the podcast is something I'm nervous about because it's not something I promote on social media. It's not something I really talk about too often in person. So them finding out about that, you know, that makes me nervous, makes me anxious. I'm just kind of scared to hear their response, whether it'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so cringe. Or be like, oh, that's cool, you know. Either way, there's something to be anxious about. 
So you hearing me say that I'm anxious, if you're listening to this, then I'm assuming that you either really like the podcast or you're anxious. So recognize that other people feel that anxiety. You know, there's so many other people who listen to this podcast besides you. They're all listening to it because they're anxious too. So recognizing that we all feel this anxiety is super important because it makes you feel less alone and it can really help you see into other people's perspectives. You know, we always start that first day of school and you see that one girl who's trying way too hard. She's trying hard because she's nervous. She just wants to be accepted and she wants people to invite her into their group and to recognize that she has value and she just goes about it in a way that maybe you don't. So just have that perspective especially going back to school after so many months be patient with people give them grace give them mercy because they're just trying their best to fit in and especially with the kids who go to public school you know private school is one thing and especially a religious private school because it's a little easier to fit in you guys all have the same similar backgrounds at least but when you're going to a public school everybody is so different you're so unique And it's kind of hard sometimes to find things to relate on. But when you recognize that regardless of your religious background, your economic background, what happened to you this summer, what you've been through with corona, we're all struggling with anxiety at some point, especially in relation to school. A lot of people get nervous about that. I find for myself, I feel most anxious when I feel vulnerable. I definitely struggle with like deep vulnerability. Like I can tell you that I'm feeling nervous about something. But if I'm, like, really depressed or, like, sad, I have a really, really hard time wanting to open up about that and wanting to just share that with people. It it makes me feel vulnerable. And so with the first day of school, you know, that's a place where I feel vulnerable. I feel out of control. And so for myself, I always try and put in extra effort and, like, pamper myself a little bit on that first day. And, like, obviously everybody tries to look their best, but looking your best does not mean you look confident. It doesn't mean you feel confident. You know, after a breakup, people are always like, oh, girl, like, you better snap back and make sure you look so hot on the next day. But that doesn't mean that you look confident. It doesn't mean that you're secure in yourself. So just because you got that snatched wings and your makeup is so cute and fire and, like, you look so hot doesn't mean that you feel confident. Doesn't mean that you feel good about yourself. Doesn't mean that you understand why you look cute or even believe that you look cute. So doing that isn't necessarily the same as putting an effort and pampering yourself. For me, I feel really pretty if I actually put effort into my hair or if I wear a piece of jewelry I like. You know, those little things give me that extra confidence, extra security. If I have, um, for me, very important is school supplies, which I know is so stupid, like, like kindergarten level of stupid. But I just, I really enjoy stationery and school supplies. So having, you know, a super cool journal or a pen that writes really well or a pretty color, those things help me feel at peace. They help me feel in control. And it also serves as a good conversation piece with other people, um, which I'll get to talking about a little bit later. So putting in effort and pampering yourself is not the same as just doing your makeup or brushing your hair or something. It's actually making yourself feel confident. You know, when you're feeling good, what are you wearing? What do you look like? And try and make sure that that's how you feel on the first day. When I was in middle school, I was, I tried so hard to fit in and I tried a little too hard. But on my first day, I'd always try and wear whatever outfit I felt was trendiest. But I never felt confident because I felt stupid. I felt like I didn't look good in that clothes. I'm very, very skinny and very bony. And so certain pieces just look awkward on me. Skinny jeans have never fit me well. So things like that, like 
I would always try and wear those pieces because that's what was in, but I never felt confident. I felt like I was mismatched and my body just didn't complement what I was wearing. It was just not a good vibe. And so even though I had put in effort, I wasn't feeling confident. So I guess that's just essentially what I'm trying to say here. Whereas now, you know, I wear a uniform. I don't get much uh, say in what I wear, but I know for myself, I'm going to try and wear like a little hair scarf, like those little like 2000s, 90s, like hair scarves. I don't even know how to describe them, but if you know what I'm talking about, then you know. I'm going to try and wear that and see if they'll let me with the dress code. Um, and then I want to wear my Doc Martens because those I feel confident in. I feel like I could kick somebody in the face and get away with it. You know, those kind of things. I have a backpack and it's embroidered with like little alien images. And I think aliens are super cool. And that's kind of the vibe I'm going for this year. So it's those little things that most people will be like, oh, okay, cool. But for me, it makes me feel more confident. I'm more willing to be myself. I'm more willing to put myself out there. And I'm an extrovert. So being out there is already kind of within my comfort zone. But on the first day, nothing is within your comfort zone. So it's those little things that really, really help. So the next like major, major, major thing that literally everybody tells you but you never do is being prepared. Honey, if you get up for school in the morning... And it's like 5 a.m. and you're so out of it and you don't know what you're going to wear. You don't know how you want to look. You don't know where your backpack is. You're pretty sure your textbook's somewhere in the room. Like you are so disorganized and the bus is coming at 5.30. You and I both know you are not going to be ready. So you need to be prepared. No matter how much you hate preparing, it is going to help you at least for the first day. And it'll help you feel calm because you have everything laid out already. So knowing what time you need to get up so you can make the bus or so that you can leave the house at the right time to be at school not forgetting your schedule knowing where it's at knowing where you need to go in general obviously if you're starting a new school that can be a little harder um but tip you can usually find uh, like a map of the school online so you may be able to do that and find room numbers or you can find another student who has a similar schedule it's the little things that helps you be prepared and then, like with planning the night before, you need to know what you're going to wear, have a general idea of how you want to do your hair, what you want to eat for breakfast, um, what shoes you're going to wear, what time you're going to leave, you know, those things. Because when it's 5 in the morning and you have to leave by 5.30, you are not thinking about breakfast. You are not thinking about your hair, your clothes. You're thinking, okay where's my books, where's my backpack, and how can I leave here as fast as possible? Breakfast, I will worry about it at school. My hair, nobody cares. Nobody's even going to notice. What I wear, I'll just wear whatever I slept in. And then you get to school, and you're like, wow, I look bummy, and everybody here looks super cute, and then you feel insecure, which goes back to my first point. So having these things planned, no matter how much you hate planning, bro, just do it. It's literally one day. You will be fine. So it's those little things to, like, pay attention to and put effort in okay so now you've planned your morning you know what you're gonna wear you've put in some effort you found an outfit that you feel confident in because it's part of you and it's what you like to look like not what everybody else wants you to look like now you have to prepare yourself for actually going to school rather than how you're gonna look you need to understand that things have changed nothing is the same as it was five and six months ago your friends may not be the same people, you're not the same people, teachers have changed, classrooms have changed, rules have changed. There's a lot of things that are not how you're going to expect them to be. And you can't control that. So if you're anything like me, a super control freak, know that you're not going to be in control that first day. What you can control is your response, though. 
you need to be ready to adapt to these changes. Don't expect that your bus is going to allow you to sit with your friend. They may require you to sit separated. Don't expect that your teachers will let you pick your desk. They may have assigned seats. They may have spaces specifically for social distancing or students who may be more at risk. Know that you won't really know what to expect. Your school can send out as many emails as they want. They can contact you. They can call you. They can tell you whatever. But all their verbal communication is not going to be anything similar to the actual experience. For myself, every day, I feel like I'm finding something new about social distancing and how that's going to be played out in school. And, you know, I respect that they're putting in an effort, but it's so frustrating. Like, no microwave? Are you serious? I I eat, like, dino nuggets every day. How am I supposed to eat lunch? So for me, it's those little things. I'm like, wow, I, I can't change this. I can't change that the virus is real, but I can control how I respond. So I can stop eating dino nuggets and maybe start eating something a little healthier. Maybe that'd be a salad or just less dino nuggets in general, you know. (laughs) It's those little things. You just control your response and make the best out of it. Don't view things negative. Which kind of brings me into my next, you know, tip is you're going to get out whatever you're expecting. If you're expecting a terrible day, it's going to be terrible. So you need to be able to plan mentally to have a good day. Even in the end, if you get a mediocre day, that's better than a terrible day. If the whole time you're going to school, whether that be riding the bus, driving, walking, whatever, you're just saying to yourself over again, like, they won't accept me, this outfit is dumb, I'm not excited, I hate this, I don't want to go, you know, you're going to have such a doo-doo time. Like, let's just be honest. Like, you know when you're getting ready to go see that movie that you didn't want to see, but your younger sibling wanted to see, so your mom told you you have to go see it? And the whole time, you're like, this is going to be a doo-doo movie. And you get in the theater, and you keep telling yourself, this is going to be a doo-doo movie. And then the movie's over, and you're like, that was a doo-doo movie. And you go home in a bad mood, it's the same thing. Whereas if you're like, hmm, that trailer was really doo-doo, but the movie has to be better. It's got to be better, because then they wouldn't have made it. Then you'll watch the movie and be like, it had some okay parts. And then you'll go home, and your mom will be like, how was the movie? And you'll say it was okay. That's better than being like, yeah, it was doo-doo like I thought. And... Also remembering that, you know, in that specific situation, your younger sibling's with you too. You know, don't ruin that experience for them. They're just trying to watch a movie. If you keep telling them it's a doo-doo movie, they're going to think it's a doo-doo movie. And so if you keep telling yourself it's a doo-doo movie, it's a doo-doo day at school, nothing's going to go my way. Other kids are going to pick up on that. You're going to pick up on that. It's just not going to be a good day. So be positive about it. You know, I don't care how negative you typically are, how realistic, how objective. I really could not care less. Being negative is being negative. Don't be negative. If you're feeling just super duper nervous and just listening to this isn't helping you, you still feel out of touch, obviously, you know, you and I can't communicate. This is a pre-recorded podcast. And not that I'm trying to shatter your perception that I'm talking live or anything, but, you know, this isn't something that I recorded specifically for you. It's something I recorded for a large group of teenagers and some people can recognize that and some people are chill with it but some people that bothers them they don't feel like it's personal they don't feel in touch with it and if that's kind of how you're feeling then message a friend call somebody you know tell them hey uh honestly i'm kind of nervous for that first day how are you feeling i've had that conversation with several people of yeah i'm going back to school on monday and i'm kind of nervous and other people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nervous too. You know, I had this tea with that person or I don't know what I'm going to wear or 
I feel like I look really stupid. For myself, I've got some eczema, let me tell you. That dermatology appointment, I mean, my skin is clearing up, but like, I have dry patches, it's just really just unattractive. My neck has been super itchy from the product, and I've got like little red marks and like little splotches. It's just not a cute sight. And I'm very nervous. First day, everyone's gonna be like, ew, like, what's wrong with you? And they don't know that I'm putting in the work. I'm trying to get rid of my acne. Like, I'm 17. This is not the vibe we're supposed to be having right now. And so it's like, I'm nervous. And I have plenty of other friends who have brought up that topic or I've brought it up with them. And they're like, yeah, like, I'm nervous too. So I would definitely message somebody, you know, maybe not like your prideful friend who thinks he's way too cool for school and like does not care. You know, he's going to be like, no, man, like I'm ready. But any other friend who is realistic and has emotions is going to tell you, yeah, like I'm nervous. Whether they're as nervous as you, maybe not. Maybe they're more nervous, you know, and having that communication and knowing that somebody else at that school is also feeling it can be so reassuring. And for those of you who are a little less soft and you guys just need a slap in the face you've literally done this before you should know what to expect obviously some things have changed but you're still going to school you're still going to do homework you're still going to sit in the classroom for way too long you know you know what to expect and unless you're a freshman and you haven't gone through this it's generally the same you know if you've done more than one year of high school you know that it's pretty much a duplicate just four times And if you are a freshman and you're feeling nervous, I do have a podcast episode. It's called For the Freshies, and I really just go through Quora and answer questions that I assume freshmen ask. And they're really just things about school and the basics, you know, um, even things that aren't super relevant to school but kind of relate to high school in general. You know, it's just kind of a more chill, easy listening episode, so you should definitely check that out if you just want some information about high school but you're too nervous to Google it or to ask somebody. We've all been there. Okay. Walking through this process, you know, you've planned for school, you know what to expect, you understand that things aren't going to go the way you want them to, and now you have to make friends, and that is definitely something I struggle with. I am so bad at making friends, like, I am very outgoing, um, I I think I'm very funny, <laughs> uh, obviously the podcasts are a little different because it's like me talking to myself in my closet, but when I'm in person, I'm pretty funny. Um, and so it's like things like that, but even I get nervous for making friends. I'm like, what if I come off too strong? I'm very loud at times and I can be a little obnoxious and I can be very forward and people, you know, not everybody likes confrontation, not everybody likes that kind of level of openness and sometimes it's intimidating and that makes me nervous. I'm like, oh, what if these people don't like that? What if they don't like me? You know, everybody gets nervous about that. I have found that the number one way to make friends, or at least make acquaintances, is plan a conversation piece. And I think even Abby has talked to me about this, like we both agree that this is a really good way to make new friends who are similar to you. So by a conversation piece, I just mean having something on you, with you, near you, that really represents you. And so that could be many things going into school. my favorite example of this was in middle school i was really into teenage mutant ninja turtles they were just like super cool and that's when the 80s and 90s were kind of coming in um that like grunge style was slowly becoming mainstream and so i had a really cool vintage teenage mutant ninja turtle shirt and it was actually the third day of school and i was still in public school at the time and i remember walking to math class i hated math class i was probably one of the dumbest kids in that room i had no idea what was going on it was an advanced math class i definitely was not ready for 
And I walk in and I'm just like shaking. I had serious anxiety. I'm staring at the ground. And one kid just like, hey, I like your shirt, like really loud across the room. I was so nervous and I had no idea what shirt I was wearing. And I looked down, it's my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, somebody likes my shirt. And it was a boy too, which is super cool as a little 12 year old girl. I was like, oh my gosh, a boy noticed me. And so, you know, sixth grade me, fresh out of elementary school, couldn't get her locker open, had two three-inch binders. Like, she was a mess. Getting a compliment on the third day of school and finding somebody who is not only of the opposite gender, but also likes something that I really, really value and really enjoy. It was just like, oh my gosh, everything's going to be okay because there's somebody out there who does not think this is a stupid shirt. And I kept that shirt for years. I it always had special memories. And it was just super duper nice. And, you know, it's those little things. And even if you're the one giving a compliment to somebody, hey, I really like that water bottle. I like that backpack, whatever. You know, that makes somebody's day. And you have a very easy access to making a friend. So that's what I mean by a conversation piece. So for you, that could be a cool mask. It could be, like I said, a shirt from a show or a music group you like. Um, I have a shirt from, I have this indie band, it's called Half Alive, if you haven't heard of them, totally go listen to them, Um, they're super just light, upbeat, groovy kind of music, and I have a shirt that says Half Alive, and I get a lot of compliments on it, Um, and like from kids at school, that's really cool, because I feel like none of us listen to the same kind of music, so hearing kids be like, oh, I love that band, that's a cool shirt, you know, that means a lot, and I'm definitely more willing to be friends with you if we have something in similar taste or interests. Another example could even be, you know, if you're a girl and you wear makeup, it could be a bold makeup look. You know, I know a handful of girls at my school who are defined by the fact that they can do really cool makeup. And I don't mean that in the sense that they're like, oh, so-and-so, yeah, she does the makeup. Yeah, I know who that is. It's more like, oh, so-and-so, yeah, she loves makeup. That's really cool. And she also loves this and that. So I'm not saying like, oh, because you're a girl, people only know you because you're makeup. Don't take that the wrong way. Um, But having bold makeup, being a little more adventurous, you're more likely to attract people who are also interested in makeup or wearing bold clothes. You know, it doesn't have to be the same exact thing. It can be similar categories. Um, Or in general, you're just more likely to get compliments. Girls always be complimenting on each other's makeup, especially if you look bomb. And after five months of not seeing people, we're all going to look so snatched on Monday. Let me tell you, Another thing, like I mentioned before, is the backpack. I have that alien embroidered backpack. And for me, I I know that not everybody's going to like it. I know some people are going to be like, oh my gosh, Sarah's such a weirdo. I bet she believes aliens are real. And um, to answer that question, yes, I am open to it. Uh, I also have a license plate frame that says the truth is out there. So the alien aesthetic is definitely going strong this year. Um, but things like that, like I could very easily you know, someone could be like, oh, that's a cool backpack, whether they like the brand of the bag, or they like the embroidery, or they like the aliens, you know, there's different things that they could get complimented on, and it's like, oh, cool, like, we could connect on any of those, whether it be that the fact that the bag is black, you know, if you like that, you think that's cool, cool, like, we can talk, or if you like the brand of the bag, oh, okay, cool, like, let's talk, we might have similar styles or aesthetic, or if you like embroidery, oh, that's cool, like, I craft, I sew, you know, I do those kinds of things, 
and we can talk about that. So there's a lot of different things that you can create a conversation off of. If it's a mask, if you made your mask or bought your masks handmade, you know, that could be a conversation piece. If you picked the fabric, that could be a conversation piece. You know, those little things, you can create relationships off of them. The kinds of people you create friends with are also kind of, you know, just a little important. Um, You know, you may disagree with me on this, but the kind of kids you want to be friends with don't, they're not going to be the kinds of kids who are leaving class to go vape or they're, you know, selling drugs to each other. You know, those aren't necessarily the kinds of kids that you should be befriending. You know, from a Christian point of view, obviously you should be ministering to people and, um, making them feel appreciated. Don't exclude anybody because of their life choices. But at the same time, the people that you are most around are the people you're going to become. And that's even beyond a religious standpoint. Even if you don't agree with me religiously, you can agree that when you hang out with that one kid who says oof all the time, you start saying oof. You know, no matter how dumb and cringy it is, you're going to start sounding like that person. Or if they really like a TV show, you're like, oh, okay, they like that. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to start watching that show. And that's how new similarities are created. So you'll start talking like the people you're around. You'll start acting like them. So be careful with who you pick. I'd say the easiest kids to pick are the new kids. They haven't found where they belong yet. They don't really know who they are. They're just trying to fit in. Those kids are typically the most vulnerable. They're the most willing to just kind of grab onto somebody because they're not trying to get drowned in this huge high school or middle school or wherever you're at. They're just trying to be appreciated and included just like everybody else. So those are definitely the people, me personally, I always go to first. I am a little extra nice to them. I'm a little more calm around them because I do know that my personality can be overwhelming But then once they get comfortable with me, once they get to know me a little bit better, I will start, you know, opening up a little bit more. I'll start being a little more natural. And it's not that I'm being fake or anything. It's that I'm being respectful and I understand that my personality can be overwhelming. And not everybody has signed up to hear me talk at 20 miles an hour and about 20 different things and giggle really loud and just, you know, I'm a little chaotic sometimes. Another thing to keep in mind is that people are more willing to form friendships at the start of the year rather than the end. By the middle of the year, most kids have kind of figured out who they are, who they like, where they want to belong. They're not too interested in group hopping unless they have met up with a bad group or they want to fit in somewhere different. So making sure you put an extra effort at the beginning of the year will really help you get a good finish of the year. Be prepared to have classes where you don't have friends in them not all of your friends are going to be in your classes and that's not something to throw a fit about and go to the counselor to switch your schedule because that's dumb and I hate when people do that but understand that you may be sitting at a table with a bunch of boys that are smelly and disgusting or you might be at that group of girls who are really basic and have no personality you know that is something to be prepared for but don't self-fulfill that so don't walk into a classroom and say well I don't know any of these kids and they're all the weird nerds or they're the basic girls I'm not interested in being friends with them I'm just gonna not try don't do that some people have personalities that you don't know of or you've never seen I definitely am friends with people who had I been a freshman I'd been like ew no gross I'm never being friends with that kind of person And now I really appreciate these people and I've really gotten to know them on a personal level and there's a lot of depth to people. So just because all she can talk about is 
the brand of her necklace or the new shoes she got or her new calculator you know just because they like they're like that on the outside doesn't mean they're like that on the inside so give them a chance no matter how basic or weird or bland they seem give them an a chance you know and that could save you from being alone even if they don't become your best friend they can at least become an acquaintance somebody you get to sit with and do projects with rather than being the weird kid in the corner who's alone because we all know that at the end of the day you leave that class and you're like bro so and so does not have any friends and it's kind of funny to watch or it's kind of sad she just sits in the corner but i'm not interested in being friends with her yeah don't be that person <laughs> nobody likes you and I'd say my last bit of advice is not everybody's going back on campus. A lot of school districts around us and around the country are doing online school or offering the option to choose. And if you've chose to go on campus, don't let those people who are going online be forgotten. I have a lot of friends who are doing online and have other friends who are doing on campus. And it's just watching. You just know. You just hear it and you're like, oh, that person's not going to get invited to things anymore. They're not going to be included. They're going to forget to text. The other person's going to forget to text. Relationship's going to fall through. They're not going to be friends by the end of this year. Graduation is going to be so awkward. All these kids are going to come out and be like, who are you? I thought you left the school. I didn't even know you were here anymore. Don't let those relationships fall through. Even if people are putting in effort, be the, be the bigger person. You know, reach out to them every now and then. You don't have to be their best friend if they're not putting in effort as well. But just be nice, you know? So I hope that this episode has helped you with anxiety in general and just kind of let you know that somebody else is also feeling anxiety. You know, you're not the only person who's nervous, who's scared, who's worried. Um, so I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it encouraged you in some way. Please don't forget to follow or to listen to another episode. Of course, I recommended the For the Freshies episode, but we have plenty of others dealing with advice. Um, if you are from Depop and you want some Depop advice, I recorded one last week. I believe it's called depop 101 but i'm really not sure but i just kind of covered the ins and outs like literally everything from shipping and mailing to packaging to interacting with customers to picking prices like literally it's an all-inclusive like 43 minute advice um super duper easy to listen to so yeah um i hope you enjoyed this and stay safe <music>